and our goal is to help coaches and players really maximize their potential. Uh, we utilize an optical and radar approach uh, to provide really the most accurate and affordable systems that are out on the market. Um, but we do think it's important to know that if you're intending to hit the ball with distance, there are some parameters that can help aid that. You know, the harder you hit it, the more launch you have, and then the more spin, those three things are the elements to create distance. And our goal is to make life as easy as possible for the coaches and the people running the practices. Truly, our goal as a company is to empower athletes of all levels, uh, not just at the top and not just at the bottom, but uh, all levels to really use this professional-grade data to become the best possible versions of themselves. And that's kind of what we live by. Fellas, 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 welcome back to the Farm System Podcast, your home for baseball development. We're here for you, by you, and with you. I'm your co-host, Joey Cunha. And I'm Bo Callis. This podcast is designed for coaches, players, scouts, really anyone looking to further their development in the game of baseball. Here at the Farm System, we take pride in being lifelong learners, and we are here to be a bridge from where you are to where you're going. We'd like to welcome back our veteran listeners. We're happy to grow with you again. We'd also like to welcome our first-time listeners, the rookies. Don't worry, every vet was once a rookie. This podcast is brought to you by our partners over at Rapsodo, measure to master. Rapsodo brings powerful insights into every pitch. They help players and coaches improve their performance through real data. Recently, I know that you guys have seen that we have partnered with Rapsodo. Um, They're going to be an integral part of everything that we do here going forward when it comes to podcasts and content creation. We're going to be bringing a whole bunch of value to you guys going forward. So stay tuned to our social media um, and really pumped up about what that has going forward with this partnership. On this episode, we sit down with Seth Daniels, a big part of sales and product development for Rapsodo. Pull up a seat, grab your notepad. Here's Seth Daniels. Welcome back to the farm system. We're here with Seth Daniels from Rapsodo. Seth, we appreciate you taking some time out of your day to sit down and chat with us here at the farm system. Absolutely, guys. Really excited to be a part of it. Well, yeah, you know, Seth, you know, a big reason I want to have you on, obviously the game is really moving towards a more data and analytic uh, side. And um, obviously Rapsodo is going to be a big part of that. And you guys have done a fantastic job of moving the game forward. And we wanted to have you on to open up some of those insights and what you guys have been able to accomplish. Yeah, thanks. We're we're excited to be a part of that sort of movement uh, that you kind of talked about as well. And I'm sure we'll get into that. But even from the past guests that you guys have had on, you guys are really helping kind of spread the cause a little bit with that. And uh, we're excited to be a part of that. Uh, I'm really looking forward to the questions and hopefully the follow-up that this will bring. Absolutely. And before we dive into some of the depth of that conversation, Seth, uh, can you tell our listeners a little bit, a little bit about yourself and then about your uh, position there with Rapsodo? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, the position that I hold at Rapsodo is Director of Sales and Product Development. Uh, I was fortunate enough to be the first hire over here in the States uh, for the company. And so that's kind of taking me back to really taking the initial um, product that we launched um, with the Rapsodo name of the Rapsodo pitching product from concept into reality. Uh, and then everything that's really spurned uh, from then on, uh, and that's including additional products, sports, um, the development of our cloud, 
infrastructure and what that looks like. Uh, and so basically, um, you know, that's a part of building up a team here and where the company has grown to. Uh, it's been a pretty fun ride over the past few years. Um, initially got into this um, and the company played college baseball at a small D3 school uh, just on the northeast side of uh, Indianapolis called Anderson University. Uh, and then from there, started working with a software um, sort of communications platform company uh, and really had a great experience there and learned a lot about the industry and what that has done and kind of the combo of the sports background and that software background has really kind of aided me well uh, in this path. Interesting. Yeah. And, you know, can you give our listeners like a 10,000 foot view of what Rob Soto is? Yeah, absolutely. So we essentially just build um, ball tracking technologies. Uh, and our goal is to help coaches and players really maximize their potential. Uh, we utilize an optical and radar approach uh, to provide really the most accurate and affordable systems that are out on the market. And truly our goal as a company is to empower athletes of all levels, uh, not just at the top and not just at the bottom, but uh, all levels to really use this professional grade data to become the best possible versions of themselves. And that's kind of what we live by. Yeah, man, love that. Um, so let's say I'm a coach listening in and I go ahead and decide to purchase a Rapsodo monitor. Um, when I actually receive it and have it in my hands, how easy is it to set up and then how easy is it to use it? Sure, super common question. I think uh, with the price point that we have, that's something that we've had to take a really close look at. It's not feasible or possible for us to fly around the country and meet with everybody that purchases and help them set up, uh, which uh, we would love to do personally. <laughs> That'd be something we would we would uh, you know really enjoy, but just with the price point that we sell them at, we just can't afford to do that. So we know that we have to make our product kind of unveiling experience with when you first take it out of the box and the first time you set it up as easy as possible. So truly in a matter of minutes, um, you know, from the first time you receive the box, you take it out of its package and then you're going to be setting it up for the first time and running it. Within minutes, you can be collecting your first pitch. Uh, and that's a that's an important thing for us to be able to make that as easy as possible. We really know when and how and where the product's used. So if we can make that experience as easy as possible for coaches, then we feel like we're going to get buy-in from them uh, and really use the tool uh, the way that it's meant to be. And, you know, not to mention we get calls, uh, you know, all the time. Uh, we have customer service reps here uh, in St. Louis that are just fantastic at their job, and we really pride ourselves on that sort of support. Uh, it's not just the product and the tech that we have. It's the people um, that have helped kind of build this company where it is. And the support that we give, we really think is second to none. So that's setting up the monitor, adding players, really helping people digest and understand the data uh, and how they can kind of interpret that and coach with it. Uh, we're happy to do that and really enjoy getting those calls as well. Yeah, that's awesome. And I definitely can speak from experience over at 108, um, you know, as, with us receiving the monitor and how quickly it is to set up on both sides with pitching and with hitting. So definitely a very useful um, and a very easy setup on that side of things. Um, you know, one thing that Rapsoda does really well and kind of like what it's known for is its ability to pick up spin on the baseball from both pitching and on from the offensive side. How important is spin on the ball uh, from pitching and from an offensive standpoint? Sure. Yeah. And the idea of pitch design kind of coming and us being, a, a, again, kind of part of that movement. Uh, I don't think that that's anything that's new uh, in baseball, the idea of kind of a shape or um, you know, the path that you're intending for a ball to take, we just are sort of being able to use this technology now to give us a better understanding of what creates that movement, what creates the shape. Uh, and the spin just plays an unbelievably important part of that. 
I don't think we're ever going to get away from people throwing hard, right? That's a, the velocity movement's not going to go anywhere. We're not going to regress uh, in that, but the ability to truly understand what you're doing to the ball to make it move uh, and, and how many RPMs and what that looks like and, and the control that a pitcher can have on that um, from a pitch design standpoint uh, to us is, is extremely important. So we, you know, that's part of our, one of the building blocks of, of our data points is not just the spin rate, but the spin axis and truly telling you how it's moving. Um, to this day, not that I'm aware of anyways, there's no magical tool or drill that can have you increase your RPMs by, you know, two or 500 or something like that, at least not legally, right? Uh, mm-hmm. And so with, with that in mind, you know, we try to let people use whatever their sort of God-given abilities are to the best of their potential. You can work at your craft and increase velocity. And there's a lot of great programs out there to help you do that. And the same thing with RPMs that will increase as your VLO goes up. But being able to use those RPMs effectively and create the pitch that you're intending to throw and to where you have a starting point where that ball is going to move to, to us, the ability to do that from a pitch design and play development standpoint is extremely important. Yeah. And, you know, I also wanted you to open this up. There's, there's a whole bunch of um, launch monitors that, you know, maybe take in, uh, they can predict where they think the ball is going to land, but they don't take in from an offensive standpoint, the spin on the ball um, from the hitting side. So what, what, why could you kind of talk through um, why, you know, the, how the ball spinning is so important from a hitting standpoint as well? Absolutely. I appreciate you asking. I didn't really bring that up in the, in the, uh, <laughs> first response but uh, from a hitting perspective I'll be completely honest with you when we first launched the product and the engineers and I were talking and they say we can give you batted ball spin and spin rate and spin axis uh, from a traditional baseball hitting standpoint that wasn't something I've ever trained on you know, or trained with and so it was something that was new to me that I said okay you know let's let's take our time and think of how valuable and useful that is we always try to talk to coaches and figure that out and, you know, we're, we're putting in thousands and thousands of swings on this thing as we're developing the product. And we started to understand some trends and uh, really some insights that the spin actually gives you about um, the hitter's mechanics and their approach and what the bat's doing at the point of contact. That understanding the spin axis, um, one, just the first thing that jumped out at us was the ability to uh, repeat and replicate what that spin axis is off of different parts of the zone. Uh, when a really good hitter, we would test it with like an all-American guy and then one of our, you know, internal product guys that maybe played college ball but was, wasn't an all-American the first round draft pick. And their ability to repeat the spin axis, saying how the bat is making contact uh, through the different parts of the zone was, was pretty incredible. Uh, and then not to mention what that spin does to the ball. Uh, we've all seen that ball that is hit with a little bit of launch, a little bit of elevation that then just kind of takes a nosedive right after it gets out of the infield. And what that does uh, from killing carry standpoint uh, and what that looks like, we don't advocate for, you know, any sort of ungodly launch angle or spin rate. Um, but we do think it's important to know that if you're intending to hit the ball with distance, there are some parameters that can help aid that. You know, the harder you hit it, the more launch you have, and then the more spin, those three things are the elements to create distance. Uh, they all have a little give and take though, right? So if you hit more spin on the ball, that usually leads to a little bit less energy transfer to the velocity of the ball. So you're not going to hit it as hard. That's why it's difficult to hit a ball, you know, 45 degrees in the air and hit it as hard as you possibly can um, because creating that launch angle is just a difficult thing to do. Uh, nor would we, would we necessarily, uh, you know, train hitters to hit that way. Um, but it is kind of a, an, an interesting thing to understand what different hitter profiles are, how the spin and, and the effect 
and, and also the spin um, the spin rate, the RPMs that are going to be um, collected from that just tell you how solidly that ball was hit um, from an energy transfer standpoint. So we feel like it's an, an, a really important tool, and we're, we're happy to be kind of one of the only ones out there that are providing that sort of data because we feel like it provides the most accurate and complete picture. Yeah, and I think, uh, you know, all really great points. And that's, you know, especially obviously from um, the hitting standpoint, obviously being the director of hitting over at 108 is that that is a big thing, even from a the coaching side is a lot of times as coaches, you know, we can see angles, we can see the angles that the hitter is creating for the ball. And, you know, I can tell guys, you know, let's say they're hitting off a certain monitor. And it's like, it tells them that this ball is going to go certain such and such feet. I'm like, look, that ball, you know, I might have said that that thing was going to, you just hit that ball 280 feet, but, you know, you put a whole bunch of spin on that thing. That thing would have normally been a single. And now with, you know, the Rapsodo and having, you know, the ability to show spin and be able to show them, like, look, like, again, like you're saying, like all these balls on the top of the zone are being top spun, you know, uh, you know, off of your bat. And, you know, you're losing a lot of distance because of the angles that you're creating. And, um, again, like it just, when you backtrack it, you can, you can use those numbers, um, and where that ball is in the zone, um, and et cetera, to really give you an idea of how the hitter is actually moving. And then you can correlate that with, you know, other, um, other sets of data as well. And it's just, it's a great insight, um, from that side of things to really see what's actually going on. And it's a holistic view from that. So again, that's just, I just want kind of wanted to add those, but those are, it's, you know, it's just such a useful um, useful, you know, item to have definitely from that side of things. Yeah. And it's great to hear, obviously somebody like that holds a position like you do with 108 uh, and those guys have been, you know, fantastic just with kind of lending an ear uh, and we do our best to listen right to customers. So hearing stuff like that, that's, that's kind of why we develop different things and what we're developing metrics wise to go on top of that. So, uh, you know, it's exciting to hear that sort of stuff. That's the direction we want to move to be able to give that sort of insight and analysis. Um, and even, you know, when you think of like the exit direction, uh, a guy who's trying to go opposite field and why is he losing, you know, energy transfer and he's creating so much side spin, maybe going over there. So his bat sort of lagging through the zone uh, as he's hitting over there. It's just sort of tools and insights you can get that, you know, assuming sort of constant spins and, and what that looks like may not be able to provide you. So it's, yeah, it's an exciting sort of step for us. Yeah. And, and another thing I wanted to add and kind of give, you know, I think when people are starting again, spin measuring spin and, uh, you know, that being available to the public is obviously, like you just said, is something that's uh, very fairly new. Like it's not something that we've been able to do. And so I think um, on that side of things, like there's going to have to be an education point of um, even too, like as we're using it more and more, we're starting to, now that we're able to uh, measure it and we're usually, we're able to measure it, you know, often uh, you get a whole bunch of insights that you previously didn't have. And so um, I, I kind of wanted to paint the picture of what that really looks like. And like, you know, some of the things that you, you spoke to is, you know, like you're saying is if, if just so our listeners kind of have a clear understanding of that, um, if you guys have ever seen a ball um, knuckle, um, off of the bat, that ball has very, obviously very, very, very low spin rate. So the ball was hit square, uh, the, but the ball was knuckling because there's a lot of, there could have been a lot of force transfer. Um, but because the ball, uh, is knuckling when just like a ball that knuckles from a pitcher, that ball is not going to have ultimate flight because it, you know, obviously subject to the wind, it's going to have a lot more drag, et cetera, et cetera. The ball is going to move and, um, you're going to have a lot of like horizontal flight on those balls as well, uh, or, or up down vertical as well. So, 
Um, then when you get to the other side, which is also what uh, Seth had also spoke through, is when you slice a ball, um, you can also slice balls um, underneath the ball so you can like overspin them. Like if you've ever been a hitter, obviously as a coach or players, if you guys have ever um, hit a pop-up to the catcher and you can really feel the ball like spinning a million miles an hour, that's why those balls are also really hard to catch. Um, that's the kind of the same thing just because, you know, because of what's going on from the pitcher standpoint, the pitcher's throwing the ball down at, um, a certain angles, depending on, um, you know, how tall the guy is, where his release point is, et cetera, et cetera, how the ball is breaking down and through the zone. And so now you're, you're placed in a position where when you're hitting that ball, um, you know, there's only a certain degrees. There's a reason why, uh, certain angles off the bat produce really high, you know, batting averages in the in the MLB. It's because most of those balls are being matched at pitch at pitch plane. So uh, the same angle that the ball is coming into the home plate is the same angle that a lot of those balls, the hardest hit balls in the MLB, are leaving the bat. So you're basically like perfectly um, in a collision course with those balls. So it's just again, as you start get into it, and you guys listen to my nerd talk. Um, but when when you hit some of those balls, um, you don't get like what Seth was talking about. Is you hit a lot of those balls with there is a, a point where you can overspin the ball, even if it is backspin, and that ball you know will will float out into the outfield and guy can run underneath that ball, even though you hit it at, you know, 90 plus miles an hour at, you know, 25 to 30 degrees launch, et cetera. Uh, there's a lot of those balls that can be ran down or, you know, they die at the track or et cetera. And you're like, that's the ball that off the bat, you're like, man, that ball is out of here. And then you're like, oh man, you like ran that thing down. Like, you know, those are some of those, uh, those contacts. So again, I just want to kind of add some context to a lot of the great insight that you added there. Um, but there's definitely, you know, a big, there's going to be that that curve too of once this stuff is now so available to the public, um, really learning and seeing how influential uh, spin in is. It's just so important. Yeah, I, I would agree. And you, you mentioned a great point. You just said that the education that's needed um, for the first probably year plus of us selling uh, our pitching monitors, people were familiar with the terms um, just because of you know what they've heard on uh, you know watching MLB games or in their time and experience. Uh, around the people that were that had access to that sort of data, but really understanding how to train with it, and even the idea of uh, pitch design, uh, you know, to be quite honestly, just two or three years ago, uh, wasn't just this sort of household name. So we always said internally, half of our job is to sell these things, and half of our job is really to educate people. So uh, we didn't want to just sell a box, uh, a monitor to somebody, have them get it in, not understand how to use it, and let it sit and collect dust. That's you know the exact opposite of our goal. Uh, for for what we lay out as a company. And so we really try to come up with, you know, the understanding and idea of how to use this data and then really pass that along as best as we can to the users. Uh, and we've really kind of taken a little bit of a measured approach um, to the data and analytics side. We wanted to collect a lot of data and learn uh, from that side. So when we come out with our own sort of analytics, we really hope that it's providing insights to say this is how you can use it and this is um, you know, the insights that we would, uh, as we talked to sort of our advisory panel and people that we trust and lean on, this is what they wanted to see uh, and, and try to provide that with some context as well. Uh, so we're excited about that too. Yeah, man, the education process is a huge aspect of what you guys are doing and we appreciate you opening up that segment for us. I think we're all learning with the listeners today. In our talks leading up to the podcast, Seth, you had mentioned you guys are making some advancements and changes to some of your original firmware. Can you kind of open that up for our listeners? Yeah, absolutely. And this is kind of one of the first public uh, forums that we've really talked about this on. Um, I'm sure everybody's, you know, like any company that's in this sort of space, we're always 
innovating and having new products come out. And so uh, one of the things that we've been working really hard on over the last year or so that, um, that to be quite honest with you, we just can't wait to, uh, to announce and release to everybody. Uh, this is going to be something that's going to be debuting at ABCA coming up here in Dallas uh, is kind of our Rapsodo Pitching 2.0. Um, internally and, and kind of around the uh, around the country and around the marketplace, it's kind of been known as ground pitching. Um, so people are familiar with where our current hitting monitor sits uh, and the idea that our pitching monitor is actually going to be taken from uh, its original placement behind the catcher and moved into a similar sort of tank protective casing environment and sat literally butted up next to um, the hitting monitor and looking at the pitcher. Uh, what that's going to allow us to do is just have, uh, you know, in our terms, a, a much more optimal placement. Uh, again, you know, we talked about listening to customers, and there were a few areas that um, that we had heard from people that uh, they didn't love the tripod and what was needed, and in a um, environment that catchers are not always available, such as academies, uh, or even where catchers are available, uh, if it's not extremely comfortable, then that's something that we felt like we could identify uh, and there's sort of unused real estate, if you will, uh, in between the pitcher and the catcher. And so we're going to uh, move our placement to there, which opens up uh, an entirely new view for us. So the sort of expanded data that we're going to be able to collect from that. So it's not just a, a functional move, but it's also a data move that we'll be able to provide uh, release information as well uh, from the pitcher. So we can really provide not just the ball flight, but what's happening um, before that as well, with release um, side, extension, height, uh, the launch angles that are provided. So we're we're extremely uh, excited for that. We've been doing some really uh, serious development work with some of our key partners uh, for the past few months. Things are really starting to look good. Um, so that's going to be something that launches in at the beginning of the year. Man, that's interesting. That And, you know, that like, like you're saying, I think a big part of that, why that's such a great idea and that's, you know, it's such a great improvement that you guys are doing is like a big part of that is, you know, again, having access um, and so much value has been added um, to your guys's monitor. You know, it's not just uh, from a price perspective, um, why it's so affordable comparatively to a lot of other areas. But again, the data, like stuff like that, that you guys are able to, there is other units that are, you know, um, with, from a cost perspective that are much, 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 much more expensive that are, you know, set up in stadiums that can give you some of those numbers too. But, uh, you know, again, when it comes into inside of a building and um, I love, you know, the one thing I talk about guys all the time is, you know, one thing that we do with it is, you know, let's say I'm hitting in the hitting uh, or hitting room with it. Um, I can easily bring it over to our pitching room, set it on the ground within minutes. It's set up the pitchers, you know, our pitchers yeah. throwing, we're collecting, you know, from the, uh, from the pitching side, we can pick up, uh, you know, all, all of those, all that data. And then also our hitters, you know, when our, our hitters are now hitting and I can tell them now where that's, you know, where that ball is landing, how hard that ball's hit, you know, again, the spin and all those things. And, uh, it's such an easy setup, you know, it's such an easy thing to be able to grab it from one room and go to the next. And with a lot of other units, you know, that's impossible. You know, it take, it would take, you yeah. know, by the time you actually got it set up I mean, you'd, you'd be, you know, hours apart. So it's, uh, it's, it's great. And I think, you know, adding those things to it is going to be absolutely huge. Um, that's a great, that's a great setup. Now, the one question that I do have with the new, uh, firmware with this is, does this adjustment, you know, do this, does this mean that we have to replace, um, our old monitors for a new one or how is that going to work with uh, the actual monitor itself? Yeah, great question. One of the things that maybe is making this process, um, you know, so exciting for us is that we're actually using our existing monitor. Um, to do this. So there will be additional hardware um, sort of required. It's what we're calling our upgrade kit. 
uh, and that's going to come with uh, basically a, a pitching version of the tank, uh, which is a protective screen that we um, protective housing uh, in case when that you can put the monitor in, and then also an RCE, and that just stands for Rapsodo Computing Engine. Uh, just the exact same thing that comes with the hitting monitor, uh, and then that's basically a mini computer that we developed just to help do the processing. Um, there's so many more, um, you know, photos and data points that are going to be collected. Um, with this view that we really needed that sort of boost and uh, processing to where we could, uh, you know, get away with not having that on the back pitching because, it, you know, we're almost doubling the amount of data that we're going to provide um, when you look across the entire data points that are going to be measured with the new pitching monitor. And so those additional data points and computational power needed kind of forces us to use that. So there is a upgrade kit um, that, that we will be providing, and, uh, and I should say, too, at a discounted price for existing customers. So the total price of the monitor with the additional hardware will basically be the exact same price as our hitting, so both will be at 4K. For existing customers, we're just trying to honor that and, you know, a little bit of a loyalty program with that and say thank you for being a customer already. And then those uh, upgrade kits are basically kind of a cost for $750 uh, to be able to get uh, the new and additional data um, that will come with that. Huh. Awesome. Yeah, I think when you drop the discount in there, I heard some coaches breathe a sigh of relief through the. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, we're doing our best to not, you know, we, we don't want somebody to think, hey, we had to go buy a completely new monitor. It's not that. It's literally just these things cost, uh, cost some money to be able to do that. And what we want is, you know, everyone to experience this because we truly believe there's so much added uh, benefit with, with moving the displacement. So we're trying to make it as affordable as possible. And, uh, not even uh, you know, necessarily a money grab sort of thing from the upgrade kit. It's literally these things just have costs associated with it. So we're we're doing our best to get those out into everybody's hands who already has a monitor. Yeah, and 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 to back that, those tanks that you guys had built for um, the hitting side. When yeah. I picked that when I picked that thing up, I was like, oh my <laughs> god, like this that thing is so yeah, solid. It's got some girth to it. Oh yeah. my <laughs> goodness, like like uh i remember just you know when we had you know athletes when we first started using it we had athletes and um you know parents or someone would walk past and they're like oh is that unit supposed to be like right there you're like isn't that thing expensive and i'm yeah. like no like listen when i hand this tank to you and you understand like that thing <laughs> is solid like that thing is like yeah. you, know, you could crush a ball at that thing and that thing's not moving and hopefully too they're at 108 hopefully we're not having them roll over anyways and hit the camera but there you but, go. There you go. But you know, like the goal is not to be hitting that ball. You know, hit that hitting that unit 14 feet from you. The whole, the, the point to be having to hit it like 400 feet, so shouldn't be an issue. But yeah, <laughs> yeah but well, anyways. you raised a good point though because the back placement was really not super conducive to have live on live um, sort of environments, just because the tripod's there and it's kind of at risk, uh, if you will. And this one, both of them moving into the tank sort of format uh, enables you to put them both down, butt them up together, have one looking at the hitter, one looking at the pitcher, and all of a sudden we get sort of a complete picture live on live. Coaches can use it in inner squads. Uh, so it, it really, the functionality um, that, that comes with it is, is kind of above and beyond the data. The data almost turns into uh, kind of icing on the cake. So there's there's a lot a lot to like um, that's going to be coming with that. Absolutely, that'll be huge. Uh, I kind of wanted to stay on the topic of advancements kind of moving forward. Uh, another thing we had talked about prior was how you guys are uh, revamping your cloud. Yeah. Yeah. Can you dive into that a little bit? Absolutely. And this is, uh, you know, really when we talk about the advancements that's coming with ground pitching, um, there's additional elements that need to be uh, sort of portrayed properly, not just on the application, but also on the cloud. Uh, and then we we really um, dove in with the help of some of our development partners into understanding what data points are going to be um, 
really key from a player development standpoint to understand uh, after sessions, to understand benchmarks and understand progress uh, and trends and what they're doing uh, throughout that time. So uh, a few different areas, uh, honestly, outside of the product uh, upgrades that are coming will also be um, the applications. We'll be getting a little bit of a boost. Uh, and, and some of that stuff is also going to be, um, you know, displayed at ABCA uh, and, and have the look uh, and the ability to check those guys out firsthand and even check through them. Uh, we have a really, really big booth set up this year uh, where we're going to have a full-length cage so we can do hitting and pitching live um, with some monitors popped up so you'll be able to see that along with the booth and several iPads around so people can come by and just kind of see um, the upgrades firsthand. So. With that, part of what we're doing on the app side uh, is adding in the sort of a 3D view uh, and pitch visualization so you can do tunneling uh, where you can select multiple pitches at a time and look at the 3D view from the ball flight uh, to understand what that looks like. And then obviously the added elements of uh, what the cloud's going to do. And that same thing will be true uh, also for the hitting side uh, to be able to view the ball that way and more of a kind of a stadium view, but just to kind of see the ball flight and then overlay data um, so you can see it. Uh, from if you want to look at a specific part of the zone um, from where you're hitting the ball or exit direction, what that may look like, providing those visuals. And the biggest sort of upgrade that I can talk about is probably going to be the cloud. Um, the cloud has sort of served as uh, our account portal, but uh, to be honest, it's not something that, that's been to the point that we want it to be at um, that, that matches sort of the level what the application is. Um, it looks a little bit more like a, a CSV sort of report document. Uh, and so we've been working hard for, for quite some time now to get this guy upgraded, and we're excited about the advancements that are coming there. To some of this reporting uh, and data will be able to live live. So when we have the bullpen reports and the hitting reports that we have currently, that data will essentially be able to live live uh, on the cloud, and it can be clickable and sortable, and you can run through it. So we're going to have um, you know the ability for a coach to to check out the his players' reports and understand uh, you know exactly what's going on. Um, through their sessions and the progress that they're moving through it uh, and then some additional data points that we're coming out with um, for a player evaluation. Um, we're calling it the, the RAP score. Uh, and when we looked at how players are being evaluated today, uh, kind of the 80-20 scale with that, we wanted to put some real value uh, and some numbers to that. So it's not just, you know, velo and spin rate, but we can really break that down now that we're adding in the release information. And we can give you what we're calling uh, our essentially our movement, uh, our matrices that kind of go into the RAF score, which is the grade of your pitch, which just kind of grades your raw stuff. Uh, and we'll have formulas and all that available, but the grade of your pitch, um, so so the grade that, that individual pitch had, the pitch as a whole, so how we would grade your fastball compared to your curveball. And then also we can look at your spray chart. We've kind of started tweeting some of this stuff out. So if you check out uh, some of our social media, Pages, you'll see bits and pieces of this sort of starting to come, but what we call the movement matrix. Uh, and inside of that, it's basically going to say where are your average pitch movements uh, on the vertical and horizontal break chart. And the idea there is, you know, the wider and uh, larger area as possible. That's how we can affect um, what the batter's going to see, where that pitch can start at a certain point and then break off into different uh, parts of the zone uh, from one sort of starting pot. As a part of that, you need to be able to have that single starting spot and us capturing release information. We can now create a release matrix and we want that to be as small as possible um, with that with different pitch types. If you're creating a super large uh, movement matrix that you have to change arm angle by, you know, 30 degrees in order to do it, 
we're kind of tipping pitches at that point and telling the data what pitch is going to be coming uh, based upon the movement each one creates. And then the third you know, sort of big key into that is going to be the velocity matrix. And what that means to us is um, the velo displacement uh, at the point of the plate. So if you have two pitches on a movement scale that they're not too dissimilar from each other, um, however, one may be you know, 10 or 12 miles an hour slower or faster than the other, that's still deceptive to the hitter because it's following the same sort of spin and movement pattern, but it's reaching the plate at a different point in time. So that affects timing as well. So all of that combined uh, will then give us what we're calling the RAP score. Uh, so it's a, it's, it's a lot of numbers, a lot of data, a lot of new terms that are thrown around. And, and I understand it might all not be um, captured and understood in this sort of like 30-second uh, blurb of me talking a lot. But uh, we really feel like it's going to be a great tool for coaches to be able to evaluate um, different sessions from a recruiting standpoint, to be able to have one uh, pitcher throw a specific bullpen and be able to get a, literally a grade uh, for that bullpen, the rap score for the bullpen, and understand pitchers in a, in a little bit of different light. Uh, so we're really excited about it. Man. Trying, trying to hold back my excitement the whole, my, the whole time you're talking. I was just getting pumped up. Um, no, that's, that's awesome. And, you know, again, that what a great, um, like, recruiting tool, too. I mean, I'm just thinking yeah. off the top of my head from a coach's perspective to be able to, you know, like, again, to have a guy throw a bullpen and, you know, you just set the unit on the ground. Obviously, NCAA, there's some regulations when it comes to that stuff. But, um, sure. you know, when it comes to some other, you know, other levels, uh, you definitely, that can utilize that to be able to put that thing on the ground and, um, not just go with just your eyes, but get some other, you know, data and kind of back up some of these things that you're seeing and, um, and et cetera. So that's, that's awesome. And those, those updates, I'm sure coaches are going to love them. Um, there's a lot of great things that way. Um, and one thing you really touched on that I really wanted you to open up because I love this, um, what you guys already do, um, at 108, we like to utilize the player, like analytic profile reports that wraps yeah. software is, you know, capable of creating, uh, could you break down what, you know, insights these reports actually have? Because I think people don't, you know, don't even know what they are. And I want I want them to understand because those, those things are awesome. Absolutely. The, the pitching report, uh, I should say, is getting a gigantic overhaul, um, adding in, obviously, the elements that I just kind of uh, focused on there. So that one um, will not only be the pitch report now does a great job of kind of summing up um, pitches and averages, um, but now we're going to be able to give additional insights. Uh, and, and kind of comparisons. And I think that's something the hitting report does an extremely good job of. Uh, and that's its ability to kind of tell you exactly what sort of um, profile balls were being hit. So we can tell you based upon the launch angle, what sort of classifications um, that hit was going to be. Uh, and then you can understand different parts of the zone, um, exactly how the hitter is going to be performing from an exit velo to a launch angle perspective. Uh, and that's something that we really are trying to push this uh, into uh, into the cloud as well, that these reports can literally live online. And yes, you can download them and send them to a player and review them in person, which uh, I think is really valuable. Uh, but also you can provide in, uh, input and feedback and the player can then view this uh, information online uh, for themselves. And this gives you the ability, uh, our ability to add in additional reports and sections and make it not be a you know 20 page uh, PDF report, but something that can live uh, and be available online uh, with that. So we're, um, adding in some additional elements on the hitting side too, just definitely want to make sure that hitting's getting some love in that as well. And so there will be a rap score um, built out for hitting as well. Uh, and that guy will basically include uh, the hit score, which to us is pretty similar to like the ex-WOBA score uh, that, that we do have on the hitting reports now, which we feel like gives you a pretty good understanding of the type and quality of hit um, that was had. 
and then the median exit below and the median launch angle. Uh, we found a greater correlation with the um, success and predictability um, from different levels of baseball uh, with judging off of the median uh, rather than the average. Um, not a ton different, but uh, in our terms, it, it has been you know, significant enough that we're going to make that move. Yeah, um, sure. And then also contact efficiency, talking about the spin and the type of spin that was created uh, from that. So those four elements will then kind of go into that. And yeah. from that, we can then pre um, predict uh, hitting outcomes that will come with that as well. And then that's where you can, uh, you know, really have a good understanding of that batting average and slugging percentage and all the above that can come with that. Yeah, man, that's awesome. Yeah. And, and like you said, uh, I agree. I've actually been doing that. It's, it's great that you guys have been doing that. I've, I've been doing that lately is um, when I'm, you know, running reports and I'm um, taking in the information, that's exactly what I've been doing. Like, it's great. Cool. Basically, basically, you know, again, to give the listener kind of a better understanding of that is, you know, let's say, let's say a guy, you know, can pop, you know, 110 off the bat, right? If he could pop 110 off the bat, but his average, you know, let's say, you know, he kind of sits at, I don't know, maybe he sits in like the eighties, but he can pop 110 every once in a while. Obviously there's some inefficiencies there, but you also have those hitters as well as they kind of pop around quite a bit. And, um, also, um, you know, like they pop, they can pop some high ones or they, they also pop some low ones. Let's say they miss hit a lot of balls. Well, you know, previously yeah. when guys were collecting, um, I know, I know I've done it before where guys would like miss hit a ball and then you would kind of like scratch that one, like, oh, that doesn't count. Or, you know, oh, you know, he missed it, that ball. Well, the problem is, sure. is in a game, those guys are also doing the same thing. You know, they're mishitting balls, they're swinging and missing, they're et cetera. So, um, again, being able, and actually, I think just like you said, when I started running it uh, the way that you're talking about, you started seeing, I started seeing a much stronger correlation um, with which hitters were actually our best hitters and which hitters weren't, uh, just by how I analyzed uh, that data rather than just taking it and looking at, especially if you just look at a guy's peak EV. Um, you know, I, I've got a whole bunch of guys that, especially young guys that can pop a high EV and then never, you know, not touch it again for a month, you know? Sure. So, so, um, you know, how we analyze that information is, is key. And just like you said, um, you know, I've been running it kind of more the same way. It's just like, you know, not, not only just the average, you know, if a guy pops a 110, but he sits in the seventies, you know, his average is going to look a lot higher than what his, you know, median is going to be. So, it's, it's, uh, just, it's just interesting. Again, it just, it just depends on the hitter. Sometimes, you know, it won't be such a big spread. Other times it is a, you know, much different number, uh, depending on what that, that hitter's capable of doing or what he's not capable of doing. So great, definitely great insight. Um, when it comes to that stuff for sure. Great. Yeah. It's incredible. You know, you guys have already made such a splash and continue to make advancements when it comes to data and analytical feedback and, Obviously, as the game continues to progress, you guys will continue to evolve as well. With that, what can we expect from Rapsodo down the road, let's say uh, five years from now? Sure. Five years from now, in a technology sort of environment like this, may be hard to predict, just being honest, with the advancements uh, that are coming down the road. We, every single year, new things come out that, that uh, force us to kind of adapt and change. So I'll, I'll do my best to kind of go uh, that far out, but for the most part, uh, in 2019, so 2018 has been a huge product development year for us, uh, and that's also branching into additional sports. So uh, maybe not a lot of people know this. We actually started um, the company in golf. So we have a golf launch monitor called SkyTrack um, that that really was the uh, was the beginning of our company, and that sold uh, and basically distributed not from the Rapsodo name, but just kind of powered by Rapsodo. So we are already in the golf space. 
um, but actually have an additional golf product um, that's going to be coming out uh, in the 2019 uh, season with that and uh, some additional sports that we're going to be venturing into as well. Uh, I would, you know, definitely highlight none of that takes away our, uh, you know, the importance that we put diamond sports on and that's softball, uh, baseball, hitting and pitching. Uh, that to us is, a, is an area in sport that we just want to continue to ad- develop and advance. And we think that there is some room for us to continue to grow. Uh, and that's not just on the hitting and pitching uh, product side, but continue to develop into different parts of the, uh, you know, the market and the the, the sports sort of uh, culture that's going to be there. So we're excited. Um, and, and I don't ever see us saying, uh, you know, these are the best products that we're going to do. We're going to sit on these for a while. Um, the great part about what we do and the products that we have being software driven, we're always going to be pushing uh, and developing what's next and trying to come out with something else. So I would say in the next five years, um, you know, further saturation into the uh, the dining sports market, and then uh, you know the same sort of growth and scale that we've seen so far into that uh, market into additional sports as well. Yeah, man, definitely excited to see you know what comes from that, and and again, just so everything that you guys have been capable to do to this point. So we're definitely excited for that. And you know, I really you know as we start to wrap up um, here, I wanted you to dive into. You know, why is Rapsodo such a great resource? Not not that you haven't painted this picture so well already, but mm-hmm. you know, for when you when you take out a like a holistic view, I want you to take a dive into why is it such a great resource for player development just in general? Sure. No, that's a that's a good question. Something that why it may not be written on like the the, the bylaws of the company or something like that. Uh, we just put such a huge focus uh, on player development in our own product development um, that we you know, we, we had to ask ourselves a question kind of early on is how are our products going to be used? Uh, and a lot of people, you know, kind of compare us and say we're competitors to, um, you know, TrackMan or other Doppler systems and something like that. But we know where we're used and we know how we're going to be used by coaches because a lot of the people that we either hire in and bring into the company uh, have been there and done that or uh, we use our advisory panel and we really just try to listen to our customers as best we can. And that's, you know, we've built this incredible team uh, of advisors and development partners like uh, you guys with 108 and Driveline and universities like Vandy and Michigan. Uh, and then, you know, we're in with almost 20, 27, 28 MLB teams now uh, and really have a couple uh, really key developmental partners that you guys can um, possibly guess who they may be uh, and say that, that just provide us this insight that, you know, we would never be able to get on our own. Uh, so we learn from these guys. We try to listen as best we can and then we just go and execute um, and our goal is to make life as easy as possible for the coaches and the people running the practices. And part of that is not like an ease of use tool, but it's a, also just a, a coaching aid tool. So there's a lot of things that are in that sort of category that we feel like the better way that we can present the data and make it understandable to the coach and the player and those sort of elements, the little things um, that we can do, even like, like I mentioned before, having great support. Uh, we have this team built out of St. Louis that's just phenomenal and uh, engineers uh, as well that do a great job of kind of listening to our feedback uh, and then building the product around that. So that's that's something that will always be there. That's kind of the core uh, of our company that we know, you know, how the product's used and want to be able to uh, provide that sort of service uh, to people as best we can. And that just that just goes to state. If Now we're just going to I'm just going to throw this out there. You're an MLB team <laughs> and you're not using Rapsodo. <laughs> just, you know, it's there. <laughs> You don't know how to use it yet or et cetera, like, you know, call over to 108, help with some of that stuff. But if you're not, I just think how easy and accessible that is and all the things you can do with it. 
Rapsodo is a great hit on that side. So if you're an organization, if you're not an MLB team, if you're just a college, high school, or et cetera, great resource, great value in the product. Um, and again, just for comparatively to other things in the market, it's just, it's, a, it's just a great, you know, great investment. So uh, anyway, I just wanted to slide that in there casually. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thank you. We appreciate it. We really do. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely echo everything you've laid out. You know, Joey and I, obviously the farm system wholeheartedly agree, you know, Rapsodo tremendous resource and uh we really appreciate what you're doing for the game of baseball so yeah i want to thank you guys and likewise yeah Yeah, likewise we're a fan of everything you guys are doing and uh the type of you know talent and the people that you guys uh bring into the studio uh you know to to talk with you guys is phenomenal we you have listeners listeners in our office and that's for sure so we're you know happy to be on board and uh look forward to working with you guys in the future absolutely and as we wrap things up seth um you know you shared a lot of information about Rap Soto, what you're doing, where you guys are going, and some information that people may want further info about. If any of them would like to reach out to you about anything that we've covered or get in contact with the Rap Soto representative, what's the best way for them to do that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, we, we try to make it as simple as possible. So just the website is going to be rapsoto.com. Um, when the new products and features come out, that will also be updated to reflect that. As of right now, those are not uh, going to be out and available um, from that. So that your chance to see those sort of things firsthand is going to be ABCA uh, and then other events, uh, you know, along this sort of event season that's going to be coming out. But then also, if you're interested in reaching out and talking to one of our representatives, um, the best way would either be sales at repsoda.com via email, or you can also give us a call at 844-772-7763, and we'd love to hear from you. Well, you know, Seth, again, we appreciate you sitting down with us and, and giving back to the game. Again, thank you for an awesome episode and sharing a whole bunch of analytics insights and everything Rapsodo has to offer. But we just wanted to thank you again. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you having me. Man, just so awesome to have so many as smart as Seth on here uh, that drop, uh, drop in on the podcast. This call takeaway is brought to you by Quality at Bats. Don't forget to visit qualityatbats.com to further your mental approach to the game. Yeah, man, so much valuable information that Seth opened up. What was your biggest takeaway, Joey? Um, I think, again, I just it's the science that when it's coming into, you know, ball flight and everything that we're able to, to measure now, it just gives us so much, so much greater insight to, you know, hitters and how they're moving and the angles that they're creating and et cetera. And, you know, uh, prior you had, you know, very limited coaches that maybe could see the angles and they knew what it looked like. And not only that, then how to coach it. This gives you another avenue, another tool to really utilize that and, and help players develop. So I think that's my biggest t- call takeaway. How about you, Bo? Yeah, man, just echoing that. You know, I just love what Rapsodo is doing for the game. And obviously we believe in it enough to partner with them. And uh, it's it's awesome to see the advancements, how passionate they are about moving the game forward. And um, I think it's big for coaches that are listening, might be skeptical about you know the way baseball is going. These guys are doing this for you. You know, they're doing it with the entire baseball community in mind. So I just really appreciate what they're doing for the game and, and the information that they're making uh, accessible today. Yeah, man, absolutely. And guys, just like we, we mentioned at the top of the podcast, stay tuned for exclusive content that we'll be releasing here soon. Um, I'm going to have great insight when it comes to not only, you know, ball flight, but how to utilize Rap Soto um, and, and just how, how we're use, utilizing it at 108 for a whole bunch of different uh, areas for hitting and also for pitching, um, you know, pitch design, a whole bunch of things we're doing with the hitters. I, I have a whole bunch of fun stuff for you guys. So stay tuned and we look forward to it. As always, guys, 
reach out to us with any questions, any ideas, share this podcast. Obviously, Rapsodo shared some exclusive things they haven't released anywhere else. Uh, so we definitely want to, you know, uh, spread the news on that and all these fun things that we have coming forward and all these things we have ready for player development moving forward. But until next time, Farm System out.